the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls and talking about the Bible. And the first thing I want to say is just it's great to be back. I'm so happy, pleased, and thankful to the Lord that uh, uh, got through the surgery and back behind the microphone. So we are live again tonight. So if you'd like to call in tonight, call in. Call in. We are a live program. But before we do anything, let's just thank the Lord and seek God's presence and just seek his blessing for tonight. So would you help me? Would you pray with me? Would you pray for me? Pray for this next hour that the Lord would use it for his purpose, for his glory, for his honor. So we just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, truly, Lord, to be behind this microphone and to be serving you and to be serving your people. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for your presence because you said whenever two or three are gathered in your name that you are there in their midst. And I know, Father, I know that you're here with us and that you hear our prayers, and that you know our our circumstances, our situations. And I just pray, Lord, that every listener tonight would have an experience with you tonight, that we would all experience the presence of an awesome and powerful and mighty and loving God who does abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we ask. Lord, I just pray that your perfect will would be accomplished tonight. Speak tonight, Lord, to us. Speak to our hearts. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Again, welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Uh, we are a live program. We're here in studio. So if you'd like to call in tonight with your prayer requests, if you'd like to call in tonight with your Bible questions, uh, please do call. Tonight the number is one 995 That's one 888 Nine nine five 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 two for the live on your calls. If you have a, a Bible question, if you have a prayer request, if you have a testimony, call in tonight. We want to hear from you. We're waiting to hear from you. You know, we we I often say that we want to stand in the gap. We want to stand in the gap in prayer. We want to seek the Lord in prayer because the Bible tells us in First John. I'm sorry, in Philippians, uh, five six to be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer. And you know what that Greek word uh, everything is? It means everything. The, it means everything. In everything, call in, in everything, call upon the Lord. In everything, call upon the Lord in prayer. Everything means everything. You don't have there's not there's nothing that you can't bring before the Lord. So be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and you know a little further on in the 19th verse it says this it says that my God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I want to read that again. And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. So God can answer your prayers. He can supply your needs. He has all that you need. But you have to seek him in prayer. You have to call in for prayer tonight. If you want to receive, you know, James tells us, you have not because you ask not. So if you desire to bring something before the Lord. If you want to stand in the gap and pray for somebody that you know, somebody that you know needs prayer, 
call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. For the live on air calls, whether you have a prayer request, a need you want to bring before the Lord, if you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, a question about the cults, the occult, uh, doctrine, theology, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in tonight with your question. And if you have a praise report, you know, my praise report is, I'm here. I'm here behind the microphone. God got me, the Lord got me through the surgery, and everything was a success, and uh, I'm doing well. And I just want to thank everybody for their prayers and and, and for their concern. Uh, I know you guys were praying for me, so I just want to thank you all for, for keeping me in prayer. So that's my praise report. What's yours? The number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two one eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two. Now we have some prayer requests. We want to pray for for Larry Hart's up in Modesto. I spoke to to Larry today. Uh, he's he's suffering from kidney failure. He's in the hospital. They're going to be doing surgery on Monday to uh, start uh, doing dialysis. So we want to keep uh, Larry in in prayer. We also want to pray for my uncle John John Nicholas. In uh, in Houston, uh, he's uh, going through some things, and uh, thank God he's home from the hospital. Um, but uh, we're going to be doing some more tests next week, so we want to keep my uncle John in prayer. Uh, also, we want to pray for Mimi. She's going through some stuff, but uh, uh, at her at her work situation, and we want to pray for Minnie Mitchell, of course, who's uh, doing chemotherapy and radiation. Uh, we also want to pray for Jules and for uh, uh, for Walter. Uh, who's also uh, uh, going through cancer. And also we want to pray for the entire state of Florida, who's in, enduring the, they're all enduring the uh, the hurricane. Uh, and we want to just pray that the Lord would keep them safe and that there would be no loss of life, but that the Lord would just protect everybody. So, Mugodad, we just come before you, Lord. But we, we stand in this gap, Lord. Here's this gap, Lord, and we just stand here before you, Lord, lifting up these prayers, Lord. I pray for for Larry, Lord. I pray your blessing upon him. I pray your healing upon him, Lord. Lord, that from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, that he would feel the power of Almighty God healing him and and blessing him and and, and causing all things to work together for good. Lord, I pray for my Uncle Johnny, that your perfect will would be accomplished in his life and that your miracle would be seen, Lord. Seen, felt, and experienced, Lord. I pray your miracle in his life, Lord. I pray your healing upon him, Lord. I pray for Mimi and what she's going through at work. I pray your protection upon her, Lord, and that you would bring all things, Lord, bless, Lord, that you would work all things together for the good, for Mimi and for the situation. I pray for many and Jules and Walter, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would heal them from cancer, Mugodad, that you would bless them, Lord, and, and, and give them strength and power, Lord, to get through the chemotherapy, the radiation, whatever they have to go through, Lord. I pray your, your special blessing upon them. I pray, Lord, your healing, that you would rid them, Lord, from this disease, rid them from cancer, Lord, and heal them in Jesus' name. And we pray for the inhabitants of Florida, Lord, and everyone who's in the path of this hurricane, Mugodad, that you would keep everyone safe, Mugodad, and that you would cause the storm to pass, Lord. Lord, the way you calmed the seas in, of Galilee, Lord, the way you spoke to the wind and told the wind to stop, I would pray, Lord, that you would cause this hurricane to pass over, Lord, without any loss of life, without any loss of property, Lord, that everyone would be safe in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Again, welcome to the program. It's good to be back. So if you have a prayer request, if there's something you want to bring before the Lord, if there's a question on your heart tonight, call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. We're going to go to our first caller and talk to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the air tonight. How can we help you? Hi, is Eric there? Uh, I don't hear Eric. Hi. Oh, there you go, Eric. How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing better, thank God. How can we help I tonight? Pr- I prayed for you. Oh, thank you. So, thank you so much, Eric. I appreciate that. No problem. I want to ask you a question. What does it mean, many are chosen, but few are called? No, it means, it says many are called, but oh, few. many are called. Right. Many are called, but few are chosen. Yeah. God, you know, it says in the Bible, 
John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, he loved the, he's for God so loved the world that he uh, uh, called that that he gave his only begotten Son, so that whoever believed in him would not perish but have eternal life. So God calls everyone. You know, yeah. you know. The Bible also tells us that God does not want to see anyone perish. He doesn't want to see anyone go to hell. Hell wasn't made for humans. Hell was made for 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 Lucifer and his demons. It wasn't made for 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 humanity. So God calls everyone, but few are chosen because few answer the call. You know what I mean? There are few that answer the call, and God only chooses those who answer the call. God calls everyone to repentance. So many are called, but few are chosen because few answer the call. So my question is, you know what I mean? My question is, have you answered the call? Those of you who are listening tonight that have been called by Jesus Christ, that have, that have heard the message, that have heard the, the, the message of the gospel preached, have you answered the call? Because God is calling you. God is calling you to repentance. God is calling you to salvation. But he will only choose you when you respond to that call. Oh, I see. That makes sense, Eric? I have another, I have another question. Okay. What does it mean we would, saints will judge angels? What kind of angels? Say, they will judge. Well, the fallen. Say that again now. Say your question again. Saints will judge angels. Do you yes. not know that we will judge angels? We will. I think Apostle Paul said it. We yeah. will. We will judge the fallen angels. We will judge the, the demons. You know, every demons, uh, the, the demons are fallen angels. They were created perfect. They were created angels. But when Lucifer rebelled against God. He fell uh-huh. into sin, and he, he he fell from 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 he fell out of he was thrown out of heaven, and he took one right. third of the angels with him because they followed him in his rebellion. So we will judge those fallen angels, we will judge right. the demons, we will judge right. Lucifer because he yes. is, he is ultimately you know judged by by God, but we will also judge. Okay. Also judge. Okay. And also, these demonic voices are bothering me every day. Don't listen to them, Eric. They're, I've told you time and time again, they cannot harm you, they cannot influence you, yes. they cannot do anything to you. You are a child of God, chosen by God to live according yes. to His will and in, in His power of the Holy Spirit. Greater is He who is in me than he who is in the world. That's so there's true. another voice. There's another voice that, out there, and it's the Holy that, Spirit. Let the Holy, hear, this, hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and reject the voices of, of, of the enemy. Yes. Okay. They're blaspheming. They're blaspheming God. Well, they, that's that's what they do, but we don't we don't listen to that. We listen to the power. We listen to the to the precious voice of the Holy Spirit, who and you know when you hear their blasphemy, you start praising. When they start blaspheming, okay. you just start worshiping. Just start singing a song of worship. You know, okay. any anything that that worships any song that's that's a worship song, just start singing and praising, and that'll they will flee from that. They they cannot stand the presence, okay. any being in the presence of worship. Okay. Okay. Thank you. God bless you, Sam. God bless you, Eric. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the air. Hey, Sammy. Okay. Thank God. Thank God you're still here, and I've been praying for you, man. Thank you. And thank God you made it to the surgery, man. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, Sammy. Well, I got a couple prayer requests, if that's okay with you. Sure. Okay. How, how are we so anyway, uh, well, I'm still looking for a house. I'll be honest with you. Right. I had a couple places, but the guy Jay was in what? The- okay. Oh, we lost Jeremiah. How did we lose Jeremiah, Stephen? Oh, let's get see if we can get Jeremiah back on the line. Uh, Jeremiah. Uh, somehow we got disconnected, so uh, when you call, just call back and we'll get you right on the air. If you, anybody wants to call in tonight with a praise report, with a question, with a prayer request, call in to, tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We'll go to our next caller and talk to Laurie. Hi, Laurie. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, good evening. Good evening. I I would like prayer for finances. My rent was due on the 4th, and I have no money to pay it. 
this month has just been a very tough month for me, paying my car note, mm-hmm. my daughter's fees for college and books and all that. So I'm late on paying my rent. I've already received my three-day notice, uh, which was today to pay. And so the next step usually is they send me another notice saying that they're going to uh, sue me, take me to the court. Well, and usually that's, uh, they give you until the 15th, which is this coming Friday. Right. I am not even close to having the funds for my rent. So I need prayer that well, uh, a miracle will happen. Amen. Amen. So well, where I'll be able to pay my rent and not be homeless. Well, Father, we just come before you. Lord, you've said in your word, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed begging for bread. I just read, Lord, you're in, in Philippians 4.19, that my God shall supply for all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Lord, I know, Father, that you have a plan and a purpose for Lori. I know, Lord, that you, that you have an abundant blessing just waiting for her, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, that you would supply her needs, Lord. Supply for her needs for her rent. Supply for her needs, Lord, for, for, for her car payment and uh, the college tuition and all the things that need to, to happen, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would send an abundant blessing, Lord. Such a blessing, Lord, that she would not be able to contain, Lord, but that she would have to share with others, Lord. There would be so much, Lord, beyond what, beyond what she needs, beyond what she desires, Lord. So much, Lord, that she would be, that she would be compelled, Lord, to, to just share with others and be a, a blessing to others, Lord. So I pray that she would have enough for her needs, the needs of others, Lord. I just pray, Lord, your blessing upon her. Lord, that you would open the windows of heaven and pour that blessing out upon her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I receive that. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. God bless you, Laurie. You hold on. The Lord the Lord the Lord the Lord is is faithful. He is faithful. Yes he is. Amen. God bless you. Good night. Amen. God bless you too. Bye bye. Let's go back. We got Jeremiah back on the line. So Jeremiah, we got cut off. How can we pray for you tonight about the house? Sorry about that. Well, you know what happened? The Dujmano did that. He attacks. You know what I mean? Rebuking the vitamins. I hear you. So, uh, okay. you want to pray for a house? Yes, let me tell you. I need to pray for God to give me a house. And for, if you could pray against the Dushmano, please, Sammy. Because he's attacking me real bad. I'm telling you the truth. I know it. He won't leave, he won't leave me alone. Okay? You know, like say, you know, uh, Satan I does that you. if you combine him. And I need to pray for Mexico because there was a, a big earthquake, 8.2, right. 8. Right. 8.52. And Eight. we need to pray for Florida for the hurricanes and for everything there. Well, Mugodad, we thank you and we praise you, Mugodad. And we know, Lord, that we struggle not with flesh and blood, but with powers and principalities, Lord. The enemy tries to attack, and he's trying to attack Jeremiah, Lord. So I pray, Lord, that you would rebuke him, Lord, that you would that you would cast him away, Lord, from Jeremiah, that you would put a hedge of protection around Jeremiah and his family, Lord, that they would be protected by your power and your strength and by the Holy Spirit, Lord. So I pray, Lord, that you'd give him a house, Lord. We've been praying for a house for Jeremiah, an apartment somewhere, Mugodad, that, 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 you, that you've chosen, that you've ordained for him to live, Lord. So I just pray that you'd lead him there to that place, Lord. And like Jeremiah was saying, Lord, we pray for Mexico, Lord. And we pray, and we pray for uh, the, the, the state of Florida, Mugodad. We just pray, Lord, for your blessing and your protection in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Jeremiah. Thank you for calling. Good night. Let's go back to our phone lines. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, if you have a need that's just that's on your heart tonight that you want to pray for somebody or there's a situation in your life that you want to pray for, don't hold back. Stand in the gap. Come to the Lord in prayer. You know, Eric said, many, it was asking the question, many are called, but few are chosen. God is calling you. He's calling you to come before him in prayer. He's calling you to, to, to bring your request before him. So call in tonight with your prayer request. Call in tonight with your, with your Bible question. Call in with the, your testimony or praise report. The number is one 888 That's 1-888-995-5552. So call in tonight with your prayer request or with your Bible question. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight, man? Hey, Sammy. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Praise the Lord. 
Good to good to have you back. It's good to be back. Believe me, I, yeah. uh, I missed yeah. it. I missed and, uh, being here. I, I want to thank God for uh, for Natalie and uh, for JT who did an amazing job. Uh, when you when you wasn't there, mm-hmm. it was a touch. It was a blessing at the at the prayer meeting. So I just give God glory for them and it. You know, real good. So it yeah, really, you know, I'm so that. I'm so proud and and, and pleased with yeah. them, and I'm, I'm so grateful to God because JT just started playing the guitar not that long ago, Jimmy. You know, yeah. he he, yeah. he just yeah. started. And he's you know, the Lord is just blessing them, Touches, and they're, and they're a, a blessing to the yeah. prayer meeting at the prayer meeting. Yeah, so I, I thank God for them, and I know that uh, we see their their future in Amen. the ministry. So we just thank God for that. Amen. And uh, another thing is, I got some good news on uh, on John Dimitro. Okay. Uh, he, he took another scan, and his, the cancer shrunk even more. Oh, so, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. That's an answer yeah. to prayer, Chachez. Yeah. And thank Frankie you, got a little bit of good news today, too. So uh, God is working. We just give God all the glory. Amen. 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 Absolutely. 100%. And, and uh, Sammy, uh, you know what? Uh, to celebrate Jesus. Uh, service that we're having. Amen. We're looking uh, forward to it. Yeah, we're. Uh, we want you to pray for it, and uh, it's okay if I can announce the times. Yeah, let's and, uh, tell the dates. tell everybody what, what. So, give us the schedule. What's going on next week? Tell us what's going on. Okay, okay uh, Monday the the boys all arrive in town. Pastor Matthews will be the the the, the guest, the mm-hmm. main speaker, and all the other pastors from the Bay Area, uh, from Houston, and then right, uh, they home to preach on. And uh, so on Tuesday, we're going to have at the, the church, 5537 Temple City Boulevard, uh, we're going to start about 2 o'clock, a men's retreat, just men only. Right. And the, boy, the boys are going to teach. We're going to stay there a few hours, whatever the Lord leads. That's on the 12th. Uh, it's, on a, it's on a Tuesday. So Tuesday then, the 12th at 2 o'clock at the yeah, church. Yeah, be at the church. Okay. And then the next two days, they're going to be, uh, we'll start at 9 o'clock. At the Nasbury Farm Hotel in uh, <clears throat> Buena Park. In, in, in Buena Park, that'll be a Wednesday and Thursday. So Wednesday and Thursday uh, night, it's yeah. it's a celebration uh, on the Holo. And uh, yeah. what time what time uh, is it start on uh, Tuesday on Wednesday and Thursday? It'll be about eight o'clock. So we're figuring okay. everybody get there about eight. So a little bit after eight. So it's easy to get to eight o'clock uh, Nasbury yeah. Farm Hotel in yeah. Buena Park. Yes. All right. Well, let's pray. Amen. We thank you, Lord. I thank you for the praise reports for Frankie Mugodel. I thank you for the praise reports, Mugodel, on John Dimitro. And I thank you for Larry Hartz, Mugodel. I thank you, Lord, that you're working in their lives, Mugodel. That they would be an example of your power, Mugodel. Your power, Mugodel, that is able to do beyond what we ask, Mugodel. When we ask for healing, we ask, we receive, Mugodel. When we pray, Lord, you answer our prayers, Mugodel. So I just thank you, and I pray that you continue healing them, Lord, that, you, that there would be a complete and total healing, like the men who, who first saw men like trees, Lord. And then you laid your hands on him again, and he saw perfectly, Lord. So as we hear, Lord, the good news, Lord, we want that good news to continue, that good report to continue, Mugodel, for these men, Lord, that they would serve you, Mugodel, and that they would be a testimony to your power here on earth, Mugodel. And Lord, as a testimony, Lord, we want to see your hand move next week, Lord. We want to see your hand move upon the men's meeting on Tuesday, Mugodel, and then the celebration on Wednesday and Thursday, Mugodel. Lord, that this would not be an ordinary meeting, Mugodel, that this would be extraordinary, that this would be, Mugodel, the power of God poured out upon his people, that this would be, Mugodel, your Holy Spirit showing up, Mugodel, and doing what you desire to do, Mugodel. Lord, we don't know, Mugodel, what... Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is going to be, Mugodel. But we know, Lord, that we will be blessed, Mugodel, when you move, Mugodel. That we will be blessed, Mugodel, and your people will be empowered, Mugodel. We want to see the power of God poured out in those places, Mugodel. Lord, on Tuesday, Mugodel, at the men's study, Mugodel. On Wednesday, Mugodel. On Thursday, Mugodel. We want to know, Mugodel, 
that your power is there, Mugodot, to do what you desire to do, that your name would be glorified, Mugodot, that no man would receive glory, but that Jesus Christ would be the center of attention, Mugodot, that everything, Mugodot, done would be done for the glory of God, for your name's sake, Mugodot, that Jesus would be lifted up, Mugodot. Lord, let that place be filled with men like John the Baptist who seek to decrease in order that you would increase, Mugodot. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I praise you, Mugodot, and I I just pray, Lord, that you bless the, the, the worship, Mugodel, that everyone yeah. coming there, Mugodel, would come with an open heart to worship you. Lord, that Amen. we wouldn't seek to receive, but that we would seek to give unto you, Lord, Amen. gifts of praise Amen. and worship. We pray, Mugodel, that you would have your way. Keep everyone Amen. safe, Mugodel, as they come to town, Mugodel. Keep everyone safe, Mugodel, as they travel, Lord, and let this be a blessed time, Mugodel, that we'll be remembered forever, Mugodel, as the time when you blessed your people abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Uh, Sam, one more thing. God bless you. Beautiful prayer. We thank God. Uh, the, I want to tell the people uh, what we're celebrating. Uh, in the last month, uh, over 60 aut- autistic kids started to speak. Wow. Praise uh, the Lord. Over 80 people took the sinner's prayer. And uh, last Sunday, we baptized 12 people. And in those 12 people were ex-fortune tellers mm. and people paid their abba. So uh, that's what we're celebrating, that the Messiah is among us. Amen. And, and that his work is still being done. Amen. And uh, we're celebrating our salvation. We're celebrating uh, the, his Holy Spirit that he's given us. And we just, uh, this is the year of Jubilee, and uh, we just want to celebrate all that God has done and all that he's doing. Amen. Amen. He deserves it. He deserves all the glory, all the praise, and all the worship. So we're looking forward to it, Jimmy. We'll see you then. All right. God bless. All right. God bless. Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines. And, you know, uh, I have a message here that Miranda wants to pray. She has a prayer request for her son, James. So, Father, we just lift up James before you. Lord, I just pray, Lord, whatever's going on, Lord, that you would bless James, that you would fill him with the power of your spirit, Lord, whether it's healing or provision, Mordad. I just pray, Lord, for an abundant blessing for James and for Miranda, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's go back and talk to Marcus. Hi, Marcus. You're on the air. Hi, Sammy. Uh, Hi. Bless you. Uh, uh and may God continue to bless you so you can do all the good work that you're doing here Thank on you. the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, I'd like to ask you for a prayer uh, for myself and uh, uh, Victoria, uh, for Victoria for uh, blessings uh, emotionally mm-hmm. and uh, relationally. Okay. And for myself, uh, I'd like to get, ask for a blessing uh, that the Holy Spirit will do work in my arteries, in my, uh, in my heart valves to clean them and uh, just obliterate any type of uh, occlusion that's in there. Amen. And uh, just a blessing for a nonprofit that I started. Well, Father, to help we... uh, low-income yes. taxpayers. Well, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that we can reach out to you in every circumstance, in every situation. And we stand in the gap tonight, Lord, Marcus and I, and all the listeners, Lord, who are praying right now for Victoria. We just pray, Lord, that whatever she's going through emotionally, Lord, that you would comfort her, that you would give her peace, that you would restore her emotions to, you know, you, Lord, you said for us to have a sound mind, and I just pray, Lord, that you would give her the, 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 the quietness of, of, of healthy emotions, Lord. Lord, you, you work through her, Lord. You work in her, Lord, and you do what you desire to do. But we stand in the gap here for her, Lord, that you would just quell her emotions, Lord, and calm her. And, Lord, let her know the love and the peace of Almighty and awesome God who gave his son to die on the cross for her, Lord. Lord, that no fear would be upon her, that no restlessness would be upon her, but that she would live in the peace and the knowledge of who you are. And, Father, I pray for Marcus, Lord. I pray, Lord, that whatever's going on with his arteries, Lord, that you would clear those arteries, Lord, that you would bless him, Lord, with perfect health, Lord, from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would bless him and keep him healthy, Lord. And whatever is going on, Lord, you be his healer. You are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. 
you provide us with all that we need and all that we desire. And I just pray, Lord, for his uh, nonprofit, Lord, that uh, it, it would work for the good and for the glory of Jesus Christ and that you would bless him in it, Lord, and that he would bless others. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank amen. you, Sammy. That was, that was beautiful. God bless you, Marcus. I'd like to add one last thing. Sure. A lady that called about the uh, rental issue. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a paralegal, and I know that there's something, I hope she's listening, that uh, notwithstanding the fact that she couldn't pay the rent, she could ask for a hardship exemption. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just might throw that out to the judge and also call the L.A. County Law Library because they have um, quite often people that want to, because she has uh, she's under a limited amount of time, mm-hmm. she may not be able to uh, have enough time to do it. But right, but there's help out there. Get somebody to go with her, but uh, right. just make sure that she asks. If you're listening, ask for a hardship exemption, uh, notwithstanding, you know. The well, we're praying that the Lord would provide the money for her to pay her rent. Yes. But if it gets to the to the judge, you know, she can ask for a hardship exemption. Yes. Well, thanks for your advice, Marcus. Thanks yes. for calling, and God bless you, my friend. Thank you. Bye. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Tony. Hi, Tony. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sam. Uh, I want to pray, Gaudel, uh, that the Lord will bless my family financially. Uh, we'll get my family back uh, on the right track with Odell Hall Jesus. Amen. And my Odell. Also, I want to pray, Sam, uh, that the enemy, the devil, has been coming uh, towards my job with Mario Lopez's extra. Hey. Uh, to a security guard, the waffles, always texting, always texting. I said, Father... You got this because I know you're, we're coming closer, me and my two other coworkers, to earn the NBC Universal credentials and right. new extra okay. credentials. And that's what they walk all is jealous to me about, but he knows it. But that's all attacked from the enemy because he's always doing texting. Okay. So I want to pray to the Lord that the Lord would, I guess, defeat the, the works of the enemy. Amen. We thank you, Lord, that we're able to come to you, Mugodel, an awesome and powerful God, a mighty God who is able to do all things, Lord. I pray for Tony and his family, Mugodel, that you would bless them, Mugodel, I just pray, Lord, that you would bless them. You said, Lord, that I would, I would that you prosper and be in health as your soul yes. prospers, Mugodel. Let them prosper in their soul, Mugodel, that they would seek you in your righteousness and your holiness, Mugodel, and that you would yes, work all things out, Mugodel, for your purpose in their life, Mugodel. And I pray, Lord, that you would rebuke the enemy, Mugodel, that you would put a hedge yes. of protection around Tony, Mugodel, that nothing, that nothing, Mugodel, would be able to affect him, Mugodel, nothing, Mugodel, would be able to harm him, Mugodel, but that your blessings would be upon him, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you, Sam. God, God bless, bless you, Tony. On God bless. Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines uh, and talk to David. Hi, David. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sammy. Nice to have you back. Nice to be back. Thank you. Uh, I just have uh, three quick prayer requests. Uh, first one is uh, I also have a problem with my heart. Uh, they're going to do a test on me uh, next week. So I just want the Lord to heal me from that. Um, and also uh, that I find a better job, a better pay, and for a better automobile. Amen. Father, we thank you. I thank you, Lord, that we can come to you, Lord, with every desire, with every need, Lord. Lord, I pray for, for, for David and this heart test, Lord. I pray for good results, Lord. I pray for your report. Whose report do we believe? We believe the report of the Lord. And I pray that your report would be, Lord, that he is well and that all is well with his heart, Lord, that he would get through this test and that everything would go well and that your healing would be upon him. I pray, Lord, for for his job, Lord, that it wouldn't be a job, that it would be a career that he, Lord, would love, that, 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 that he would enjoy and that he would be blessed in and that he would do as doing his job, his career unto you, Lord, that it would be someplace that he would be useful in serving others, Lord, and in serving you, Lord, being an example, Lord, to others, Father, in the workplace, Lord, of what it means to be a Christian. So I just pray that you would use him in his job, use him in his career, Lord, and provide for everything in his need, Lord, and especially as as far as his vehicle is concerned, his car, Lord, you know what he needs, and you will provide according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus, and that we can depend on that, Lord. And we thank you for, uh, for all of that in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Thank you. I have one last thing. You think all these things that are happening now in the world, you think it's the signs of the times? Oh, I'm, stuff. I'm sure it is. I mean, look at look at uh, look at the frequency of hurricanes. Just what's going on right now in in, in what's happened in, in Houston and Florida, the earthquake in, yeah. in 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 Mexico. You know, it's 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 one thing. You know, of course, it's uh, the 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 because of the internet and because of uh, uh, media, we're able. To, we, we know more. We know more than we know than we knew 20 years ago. We know it a lot faster. You know. But the frequency of these things that are happening, you know, we see you see what's happening with North Korea and with Iran and 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 the the uh, radical Islam. Of course, these are signs of the times that 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 the end is near, or the the, the coming of the day the day of the Lord is near. The rapture is near. We should be so uh, uh, ready for for whatever happens. And, and I don't mean you know ready for uh, it, in any other way, but I mean spiritually ready that we would be living our life according to God's will, according to His purpose and His plan, that we would be seeking God and His holiness and His righteousness, that we should that we would be on the alert. The Bible says, "Be on the alert." You know, we should take uh, take notice of what's going on in the world. We should take notice of what's going on because we know that the time is near for Jesus to return. And we should be preaching, we should be sharing, we should be telling everybody that we that we come into to contact with that there is a God in heaven who loves them, who sent his son to die for them so that they could re, so they could have the opportunity to repent and be forgiven and live eternally with Christ when he comes because the signs of the times are here that we're close to the rapture we're close to the to the end times so uh we, we need to be all that much more vigilant with, with with the way we live how we live and 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 how we share our faith amen amen uh, thank you sammy god bless you my friend thanks for calling god bless you all right well it's um twelve thirty six, and i want to tell the rest of the callers please hold on uh, and we'll be praying for you as soon as I as soon as we sign off the off the air. But it's late, and we want to get to our our uh, our study tonight. You know, we've been studying in the in the Gospel of of Mark. Uh, so I just want to encourage Thomas, Terry, Eris, whoever, and and whoever else is holding, please hold on, and uh, we'll pray for your prayer requests uh, when we finish the study. But we wanted to go to Mark chapter nine uh, 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 in our in our study in our course. And Mark chapter 9 opens with the transfiguration. And it says, And Jesus was saying to them, Truly I say to you, there are some of those who are standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God after it has come in power. Now can you imagine, he's talking to the disciples. And there were at least 12 disciples there. There were probably many more. But he's saying, there are some amongst you here, there's some amongst standing you right here who will not die, who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God after it has come with power. Can you imagine what they were thinking? You know, Jesus is saying something awesome. He's saying that some of these disciples would live to see Jesus in his glory. What did it mean to be in his glory? Well, they see what it means six days later. So it says, six days later, Jesus took with him Peter James and John. Well, I guess now we know who the some are. You know, he said some who are standing here, and the some, uh, some of them is Peter, James, and John. These were the three men that Jesus depended on the most, that Jesus was closest to. They were kind of like the inner circle of the disciples, of the apostles. These were the men that Jesus called with him six days later, and he brought them up on a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. And the word transfigured, it's metamorpho in the Greek. And it means to be transformed or to be changed. It's where we get the, 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 the word metamorphosis, you know, where there's a change, there's a, a transformation. A, a, a caterpillar goes into a cocoon and there's metamorphosis, there's a change. When that, when that caterpillar comes out of the, 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 the cocoon, he's not a caterpillar anymore, he's a butterfly. So there's been a change, there's been a metamorphosis, and that's what what's happening here to Jesus. He is transfigured. He is changed. And it says, his garments became radiant and exceedingly white, as no launderer on earth can, can whiten them. Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. Peter said to, 
to Jesus, Rabbi, it's, it's good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. And he said this because he did not know what to answer, for he was terrified. They were terrified. But Jesus is transfigured here. He's changed. He's, they see him in his glory. They see him transfigured. And now Moses shows up and Elijah shows up. And it says that, that they were talking to Jesus. And I'm wondering, what, were they, what do you think they were talking to Jesus about? They were having a conversation with Jesus. You have Moses and Elijah. You have the man of the law, the man who God gave the law through. And you have one of the chief prophets. So you have the law and the prophets here. And they're talking to Jesus. They're having a conversation with him. And I think most people think that uh, assume that they were talking to him about his death, burial, and resurrection. What was about to happen to him? We're not far from, from the crucifixion. We're not far from Jesus' suffer, suffering. We're not far from the passion of Christ. We're not far from the, from the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's thought that they were preparing him, that they were talking to him about what was about to happen to him. And this is what was going on. Jesus was being glorified. He was being transformed. And you know, I notice here that it says about Peter. He tells him, you know, it's good that we're here, that we could build you three tabernacles, three small tents, because he didn't know what to answer. Peter didn't know what to say. And this should teach us something. You know, not to be afraid to ask questions. How much better would it have been if Peter would have asked Jesus, Jesus, what's going on here? What's going on? Explain this to us. What is Moses doing here? What's, what's Elijah doing here? Why are you being glorified like this? Why, why, are you becoming, why have you become so radiant? You know, it should teach us, don't be afraid to ask. How much better would it have been if Peter would have just asked a question? Just ask a question. Ask what's going on if you don't understand something. You know, but here we have Moses and Elijah talking to Jesus. Jesus being glorified. And Peter doesn't know what to say. Well, ask a question. What's going on? And you know, in the seventh verse, I see this. It says, Then a cloud formed, overshadowing them, and a voice came out of the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. How awesome is this? I mean, can you imagine what was going on at this time? Here we have Jesus being glorified. He's being transfigured. There's a, there's a transformation going on. Jesus is glorified. He's radiant. He's, there's no words to describe what he looks like. Moses and Elijah is there speaking to him. And now we have a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. How awesome is this? How amazing is this? What is going on here? They heard the voice of the father testifying about his son, Jesus Christ. And you know, this is not the first time this happened. This happened two other times in Scripture. You know, in Matthew three sixteen and 17, it says, After being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending on him as a dove. And behold, a voice out of the heavens said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So in Mark, the ninth chapter, we have God saying, This is my beloved Son, listen to him. In Matthew, the third chapter, we have God saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. God is testifying to his Son, about his Son. And in John twelve twenty seven through 30, it says, And Jesus is speaking, saying, Now my soul has become troubled. And what shall I say, Father? Save me from this hour? But for this purpose I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. And then a voice came from heaven. I have both glorified it, and will glorify it again. Jesus, God is, the Father is testifying about the Son again, that he has glorified it, and he will glorify it again. So the crowd of people who stood by and heard it were saying that it had thundered. Others were saying an angel has spoken to him. But Jesus answered and said, This voice has not come for my sake, but for your sakes. All of this has happened. All of this has happened for our sakes. The transfiguration that Jesus is glorified, Moses and Elijah speaking. You know, why did Jesus take these three men with him? Because they're, so that there would be a testimony, so that there would be a record, so that we would hear what happened to Jesus. 
how he was glorified in the transfiguration, how Moses and Elijah came to him, and how the voice said, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. We should be listening to Jesus. We should be listening to the words that Christ says. We should be hearing his voice. Do you hear the voice of God? Do you hear the the words of Jesus? You know, how do you hear the voice of God? How do you hear the words of Jesus? By reading the Bible, by reading his word, by doing what we're doing in in Mark, by, by, by going chapter by chapter, verse by verse, and reading the word of God. You will hear God when he speaks to you through his word. But you have to open his word. You have to look into his word. You have to seek him. You know, when you're when you're in church, are you listening? Are you paying attention to the preaching? Are you getting the message? There are messages that are preached. There are words that are said that should be relevant to your life. So we need to hear the voice of God who says, this is my beloved son, listen to him, and then we should apply that to our life and listen to Jesus. You know, faith comes by hearing, by hearing the words of Christ. And it says that we go on in the eighth verse, it says, All at once they looked around and saw no one with them anymore except Jesus. So as, as, as quick as it happened, it was over. The transfiguration was done. Moses and Elijah was gone. But they will never forget what they experienced and will never forget because it's written in his word. And we can talk about it and we can explain it and we can share it. But as soon as, but as fast as it As fast as they appeared, they were also gone. Don't let let it happen to you that you might miss it because the Lord works, the Lord speaks, and we need to hear and we need to listen. The ninth verse goes on and says, As they were coming down from the mountain, he gave them orders not to relate to anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man rose from the dead. They seized upon this statement, discussing with one another, what rising from the dead meant. You know, these were his disciples. These were the men that followed. And they still didn't get it. It says they seized upon the statement discussing with one another what rising. They still didn't know what rising from the dead meant. Jesus is telling them that he's going to suffer, that he's going to die and be raised from the dead. And they still don't get it. He said, don't talk to anybody about this. Don't say anything until I rise from the dead. And they still didn't get it. You know, they asked him, saying, why is it that the scribes say that Elijah must come first? So they, they, they changed the subject and they go to something else. And he said to them, Elijah does come first and restore all things. And yet, how is it written of the Son of Man that he will suffer? He's still trying to get, he's still trying to get the message across to them that the Son of Man will suffer many things and be treated with contempt. But I say to you that Elijah has indeed come, and they did to him whatever they wished, just as it is written of him. Now, when Jesus says Elijah has come, he's, he's, he's not talking literally about Elijah. He's talking about John the Baptist. John the Baptist came like Elijah, in the manner of Elijah. You know, if you... Check out the last book of the Old Testament, Malachi. The last few verses, is, that's what he's saying. The, 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 the Lord is saying, I am going to send you Elijah. And then when you open the New Testament, what's the first thing you read about? You read about John the Baptist on the scene, pre- preaching about repentance and baptizing in the Jordan. So the, the, the Old Testament closes, I will send you a prophet, Elijah. And then you have that prophet Elijah coming in the, as John the Baptist. Not reincarnation, but in the same spirit. The same, the same Holy Spirit that led Elijah is the same Holy Spirit that is leading John the Baptist. So it's amazing how the Bible is put together. It's amazing how prophecy is fulfilled because we have an amazing and awesome God. And he's saying that Elijah will come, and he came. John the Baptist came preaching. And talking about Jesus, he's saying, one is coming whom I am not worthy to untie his sandals. And it happened according to the word of God. Amen. So they go on. And in the 14th verse, we read, when they came back to the disciples. Now, imagine this, Jesus, James, 
John and Peter, they're coming down the mountain from the transfiguration. It says, when they came back to the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and some scribes arguing with them. Immediately, when the entire crowd saw him, they were amazed and began running up to greet him. And he asked them, what are you discussing? And one of the crowd answered him, teacher, I brought you my son possessed with a spirit which makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it slams him to the ground, and he foams at the mouth, and grinds his teeth and stiffens out. I told you disciples to cast it out, and they could not do it. And he answered them and said, O unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. You know, Jesus is saying, unbelieving generation. Something's going on here. Jesus is kind of, I could just feel the frustration in Jesus right here. Oh, unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? There's something going on here. You know, there's some kind of unbelief. There's some kind of lack of faith going on here. And Jesus is saying, bring the child to me. So they brought the boy to him. When he saw him, immediately the spirit threw him into a convulsion and falling to the ground. He began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. And he asked the father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. It has often thrown him both into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. So here we have it. Jesus is saying, oh, unbelieving generation. And now this man is saying, if you can, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. You know, this man is doubting Jesus. You know, oh, unbelieving generation, how long shall I put up with you? This man says, if you can do anything, take pity and help us. You know, I think sometimes this this describes us. You know, don't we doubt? Don't we hesitate? Will God do it? Is God going to do it? What is God doing? You know, and we need to to, 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 to to look at this and apply this to our life. You know, let's not frustrate Jesus with our lack of, of, of faith, with our doubt. Let's believe in Jesus. Not, not be like this man, but if you can do anything. We know that God can and we know that God does. And we know that God will. He will do according to his will. He will accomplish his will. He will do above and beyond what we ask. He will do above and beyond what we can imagine. You know, anything you can imagine, God can do it better. God will do it better. But we have to believe. You know, and I look, we look at the 23rd verses, and Jesus said to him, if you can, he says, all things are possible to him who believes. And immediately the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. And I think I, I see the, the 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 response of the father. I think you know the father he did well. That's the way we should we should we should acknowledge our doubt, but ask for faith. We should acknowledge our, our our doubt, but we should ask God to increase our faith, increase our trust, help us with our unbelief, so that we would have believing faith, that we would not doubt. Because Jesus said, "All things are possible to him who believes." And then the father said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. He was being honest. He was being transparent. He was being real with Jesus. And we need to be real too because this reminded me of us. We all doubt. We all wonder, will God do it? Can God do it? You know, so we need to take, we need to take a lesson from this father who says he acknowledges his doubt and he asks for faith. Jesus, I do believe. Help my unbelief. When you pray, ask God for faith. Ask God for trust. Ask God for the strength to believe in what he's able to do. Amen? So when Jesus saw that the crowd was rapidly gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and do not enter him again. After crying out and throwing him into a terrible convulsion, it came out. And the boy became so much like a corpse that most of them said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, raised him, and got him up. And when he came into the house, his disciples began questioning him privately. Why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot come out by anything 
but prayer and fasting. You know, this shows us that the demons, they're under the authority of God, and they only respond to the power of God. And the greatest power is prayer. And, you know, some texts also add fasting. This kind does not come out. This kind cannot come out by anything but prayer and fasting. We need to realize that we can do nothing of ourselves. We can do nothing in our own power. It's through the power of God. These demons are under the authority of God. They respond to the power of God. And the greatest power in the universe that we have, that we have access to, is the power of prayer. When we seek God and we ask God to do it, God can do it, God will do it, and God does it. But he does it when you pray, when you acknowledge who he is, when you acknowledge his authority and his power. And prayer and fasting is, is surrendering to God, is coming before the Lord and seeking him with all your heart. It's uh, seeking him by, by, by bringing your flesh into submission to the Spirit. So I encourage you, pray and fast. Pray and fast and seek the Lord for all things because nothing can be done without the will of God. Nothing can be done without God's will, without God's purpose. And in this case, this demon can, wouldn't come out until the authority of God was shown to him. Verse 30 tells us, From there they went out and began to go through Galilee. And he didn't want anyone to know about it. You see, Jesus wanted some quiet time with the disciples. Jesus wanted to, 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 to get alone with his disciples to teach them, to give them a lesson. It says that in the 31st verse where he was teaching his disciples and telling them, the Son of Man is to be delivered into the hands of men. He's still getting across the message of his death, burial, and resurrection. The Son of Man is to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he has been killed, he will rise three days later. But they did not understand this statement. They were afraid to ask. See, again, Jesus is trying to make a point. He's trying to teach them about his death, his burial, his resurrection. But they still didn't get it. They still didn't get it. After being with Jesus for so long, they still didn't get the teaching that, he, this, that, 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 Jesus, that the Messiah came to suffer, to suffer at the hands of men, to be crucified, to be buried, and then be raised the third day. They still didn't get it. And I'll go back to my previous statement that we need to be able to ask questions. It says, but they did not understand this statement, and they were afraid to ask him. They still didn't get it. They didn't understand, and they were afraid to ask. We need not to be afraid. Don't be afraid to ask a question. If you don't understand something, ask a question. Well, there's much more to be said, but we're running out of time. We're out of time for tonight. You know, I encourage you, if you want to get the full teaching of, of, of Mark and the study we're going through, you know, uh, I still, we still had more to go, but, but we're running out, we've run out of time. I encourage you to join us on Friday nights. We get together every Friday night in Arcadia. If you have a desire to, to, to just be before the Lord and just seek His presence, I encourage you to come out to Arcadia on Friday nights. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. We're there at 8 o'clock. So I hope you'll come out and join us on Fridays. And come back here and join us next Saturday night. We'll be here to, uh, to, to just seek the Lord in prayer and seek the Lord in His Word. So I, I hope to see you then. And don't forget about the celebration on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday with the Johnson Church. We'll all be together uh, for, for men's Bible study on Tuesday and then uh, Wednesday and Thursday at the Buena Park, at uh, the Nosbury Farm Buena Park Hotel. So we've got a full week next week. Be a part of what the Lord is doing. Well, God bless you. I just want to say good night. Thank you for your prayers, and we'll see you next week.
gypsy Christmas. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.